You are approaching the financial red zone and retirement. Everyone needs a game plan. A perfect place to start? Coach Pete Deruda. For more information on retirement planning, go to PeteOnDemand.com. This is a wonderful resource as you prepare for your golden years, your retirement. Log on to PeteOnDemand.com. You will find a treasure trove of helpful information when it comes to planning for your retirement. PeteOnDemand.com. Any questions? PeteOnDemand.com. This week's episode of the Financial Safari is brought to you by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Well, hello, everyone. It's Coach Pete this week, a very exciting financial safari show. We've got a best-selling author. The book is Millionaire Teacher coming on. His name, again, is Andrew Hollum. That and much more this week on the Financial Safari. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers. And and now, so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome into The Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here with you in studio alongside best-selling author Coach Pete Deruda. also in studio with us. You heard Coach mention his name just a bit <laughs> earlier there. Chief Wealth Strategist Parker Holland. How are you guys doing? Hey, it's good to be in here. I need to get a book out so I can be a special author guest as well. <laughs> need to get you in here more, Parker. I know. I'm not allergic to it, Let's I pretend promise. you're a good best-selling <laughs> author and show up to the show every now and then. Man, so Stop this enjoying is, your weekends. This is going to be a fun one. So we, uh, we talk in the hallways often about how we didn't learn jack nothing in high school when it came to practical finance. And, you know, you barely heard. I think Dave told us one time he learned how to write a check in school. I didn't even get that. Uh, but this is going to be fun to be able to dive into his mind a little bit. Well, we're talking, and let's talk about retirement. Retirement by design is what I call it. Every single person out there listening, every single one of you, has an idea of what you want your retirement to look like. Many of you may be in retirement now. Hopefully, your retirement's looking like you thought it was. Parker, you talk to folks that are retired and approaching retirement. When you talk to people who are in retirement and they're just meeting you now, what do you think their confusion about retirement planning was before they actually got a retirement plan? The biggest issue we see weekly um, by people that don't plan until they're already in that retirement phase is they get surprised post-COVID and going out to eat, travel, picking back up, that their expenses are significantly higher than what they are, thought they would be. When they're working nine to fives or eight to sixes and they're going out to eat only once a week or they don't have as much time throughout the day, they're driving less. With gas prices up, with the market, with everything going on, they spend about 125, 140% more per month than what they budgeted for. 
you know what people say then they, they say, well, gosh, a financial pickpocket must have walked by me because I don't have the money I thought I was going to have. And then you have to say, well, you didn't you didn't you have you need more money than you thought you were going to yep. need. And we see it <laughs> every was, single week. You know, and I would happens. say that's that reoccurs constantly uh, with new listeners, people we talk to that come in and they're already in that retirement phase and just trying to get a plan set up. Four easy steps. I know it sounds like Coach Pete's calling it easy. Yeah, sure. Right. Four easy steps to a successful retirement by design is plan your retirement ahead of time, protect your money you're going to need for retirement, grow and invest that money that you're going to need, invest it in places where you know it has growth. And then we need to have that growth protection income. We need to protect the growth on some of our money, especially the money we're going to need as a stream of income through retirement. Parker, if you don't protect the money you're going to need in retirement, when you get to retirement, it might not be there. And that's what we're seeing. <laughs> People have forgotten how volatility down markets can really yeah. affect them right going into that last three years right before retirement. They can't play catch up anymore. They don't have time. You know, we've talked about it before, and unfortunately, we're going to talk about it again. But if you lose 50% of the money in the market that you have in the market, and if that's if that's earmarked for retirement... Guess how much you have to gain back before retirement or during retirement to have the successful retirement you thought if you lose 50%. You have to gain 100% of your money. If you <laughs> People forget about compounding. <laughs> I don't see many 100% gain products out there that are going to be guaranteed. Well, there's none that are guaranteed, by oh, the way. No, not I don't at care all. what anyone tells you. And we hear this song and dance all the time with people that are pushing all risk all the time. Hey, don't worry. We've got special computer programs and algorithms that are going to make sure your retirement's fine. You get a retirement, you don't have the money you thought you were going to be. Where are those people? You can't find them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, folks, the number to call to get your own questions answered by Coach Pete Parker and the team here, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. We also have a cool way you can text us. Just text keyword PLAN to 600-700, PLAN to 600-700. I'd go one step further, Thomas. Everyone has questions. But if you would like your very own wealth and income plan designed for you and your family that takes a worry out of living in retirement, we've seen others charge $800 or more for this. To be no cost or obligation to have your very own customized wealth and income plan that will be designed to make sure that you never run out of money and your spouse never runs out of money all the way through retirement. This is the most valuable part of the financial world. If you haven't been paying attention to the market lately, folks, is nothing guaranteed or secure in long-term stability in the market these days. I'm seeing when you go online, read articles, you see people losing money all the time. They're taking gambles they shouldn't be taking. Now we're hearing of people, people these advertisements pushing silver and gold all over the place. Mm-hmm. You can awesome. get ripped off big time buying silver and gold, and it just sits there and doesn't earn a thing. The good news about it is it can sit in your safe and the government doesn't know about it. That's pretty cool, I guess. A lot of people say that. But who cares? If it's not earning anything, what good is it for you? There you go. Yeah, very true. I've got some silver and gold disclosure, but I don't have much. And I'm sure not, I'm sure not putting my IRA in there, which these are the big commercials. Hey, just roll your money into the IRA, silver and gold fund. Yeah, there's a lot of games and gimmicks. And there's, there's no guarantees in that either, by the way. So oh, be yeah. very, very careful what you do. So, Thomas, let's make sure that we open the phone lines on again. If you want your very own wealth and income plan that will answer all your questions and take the worry out of living in retirement, all you have to do is call right now. That's right. And that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600-700, PLAN to 600-700. Here's a question for you guys. Do you have a target date for retirement, and how much time will this give you to design your retirement? In other words, if you have a target date of tomorrow, you got about a day. <laughs> Most of you out there, when I've talked to people, and Parker, when you talk to people, you have to agree or disagree, 
the age 65 always comes to mind. Yeah, I want to retire at 65. You know why? Because that's what we've heard. But if there was a way where using the money you already have put aside just by making sure you allocate it the right way and have that income plan that's going to be designed to never go away when you and your spouse are here, you could retire earlier, believe it or not, if you do the right things. Or at least you can get on the right path. Everyone is different, so we have no idea what your situation is. But we, first of all, in order to know you're going to have a successful retirement, we need to know what you want to do in retirement. If it's sitting on the couch all day and well, we need to make sure that cable bill gets paid to electricity and make sure the refrigerator is full. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to travel, well, gosh, it's going to take more money. So Mm -hmm. let's find out and be honest with yourself. And then we can be honest with a plan for you because what good is it for us to design a plan for you to sit on the couch all through retirement when you really want to travel and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, what I've seen here in my lifetime and in almost 30 years in the financial arena, talking to folks just like you out there, is that the spouses have different ideas of what they want to do in retirement a lot mm-hmm. of times. So that's when we need to even have more money. It really doesn't have to be as complicated as, as a lot of folks in our in our arena make it in the financial world. And they try to make it seem real complex. Therefore, yeah. you have to go with them. And maybe you go to the brand names that are advertising millions of dollars a day on TV. Where do you think that advertising money comes from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fees, fees, fees. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Comes out of your gains. Come on. <laughs> so really, we need to make sure that we, we travel the road less traveled when we're putting together a customized plan, not the road everybody else is on, because you're going to get the same thing. And then there are going to be a lot of cars broken down on that road. And a lot of people in retirement that you see walking down the side of the road with that retirement gas can that's empty and they need to go get it filled up and maybe there's nowhere to fill it up. So we need to make sure that we never are that person in retirement that's walking down the road with an empty gas can. Thomas, speaking of which, do we have a bad broker this week? Uh, We have a terrible one. Check this out. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Now, we've all seen and heard the commercials. Don't worry about the market, just invest in precious metals and you'll be on easy street. Unfortunately, that is not often the case, and instead, you end up losing and sometimes losing big. Here's our story. A civil suit filed in Los Angeles federal court charges a precious metals dealer with a $67 million fraud that targeted mostly elderly investors. The SEC says they have charged Safeguard Metals and its owner, Jeffrey Santalan, alleging that from December 2017 through July of 2021, he convinced hundreds of investors who were at or in retirement to sell their securities, transfer the proceeds into self-directed IRAs, and then purchase gold and silver. Well, it's alleged that Safeguard Metals made false and misleading statements about the safety and liquidity. Investors were told the markup was usually 4 to 23%, depending on the coin. In reality, the firm charged a 64% markup on the sale of silver coins, which made up most of the transactions. According to the SEC, Safeguard made $67 million on coin sales to about 450 mostly elderly retail investors and kept over $25.5 million in markups. Safeguard targeted investors who were 59 years and older, most had limited investing experience and in general had virtually no experience in precious metals. The SEC complaint read in part, guided by scripts, some of which were prepared by Santolin himself, Safeguard sales agents then made false and misleading statements to investors about the purported risks associated with the investors' existing securities holdings at investment banks and brokerage firms. The story is still being sorted out, but one thing is certain. Jeffrey Santolin will face multiple criminal charges on both state and federal levels. Santolin couldn't be reached for comment. 
Well, just to just to be honest, I had no idea that was going to be the Brokers Bay and Bad Wings week. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Steve read your mind. It is absolutely crazy. I, I mean, really, the power of working with someone you can trust. Yeah, and that's just insane because I've seen that name come up a lot, Safeguard, and it's just... I, I don't even have words to describe how their marketing works sometimes. And you're right. They are just targeting and taking advantage of assumptions. If you want to buy silver and gold, folks, there's plenty of places you can find online to buy it. And there's no markup if you go the road. There's a little bit of sp- difference between spot price, but you can do the research on that. You can see what the real oh, spot price is, what the real yeah. price is, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't pay too much more. And so if it's a coin, maybe you pay a value because a coin might be worth something, but you need to make sure that what the grade of the coin is. And that's what another, that's a whole nother show, a whole nother story. But folks, let's make sure you get your very own total retirement plan. The wealth and income plan that we talk about is available today at no cost or obligation. We will customize and design a plan just for you. Thomas, we're short on time here as we get to the break, but just let people know how to do that. And then everyone who calls will get a three book set as well when they come in, three of the books I've written. All right. Take advantage right now by calling 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text that keyword plan to 600-700, plan to 600-700. The candy of the month for March is snow caps. That's S-N-O caps. Not sure what happened to the W. Shouldn't it be S-N-O-W caps? In any case, sounds like they should have been invented on a snowy mountaintop somewhere. Wrong. Philadelphia by the Blumenthal Chocolate Company in 1927 in a secret lab. Dear inventing room. Now remember... No messing about, no touching, no tasting, no telling. No telling what? You see, all of my most secret inventions are cooking and simmering. Snowcaps are small chocolates that are in the shape of a dormer cap. They're dark in color, but covered in white sprinkles. Snowcaps taste like chocolate with sprinkles on them, and they're slightly bitter tasting. This is one crazy candy. The brand was later purchased by the Chicago-based Tearson Company in 1981. Nestle acquired the brand in 84, and in 2018, the brand was purchased by the Ferrera Candy Company. Snowcaps are non... non-perennials? How do you say that? Non-perel. Non-perel. Oh, non-perels. I had no idea what it meant. I had to Google it. Non-perels are named this way because they're originally so special in the confectionery world that they're rumored to be without equal. This is what the phrase means and the French name for the candy treat that has followed the candy ever since it was first made. This is one of the first candies to be sold in a box that was easy to hand over the counter and could be carried to a movie seat. For many years, it was classic theater offering, and in some locations, it still is. Pick up yours in March when you're scheduled to talk about your retirement at Capital Financial. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who's making a difference. And you guys know that I love to talk to authors, since I'm one myself. And this week, we have a very special author joining us from Panama. Yeah, the country of Panama. And his name is Andrew Hallam. And he's written the book, Millionaire Teacher, The Nine Rules of Wealth You Should Have Learned in School. And we talked about this uh, a, a month or so ago on our show when I found this book, and, and I liked it so much, and my staff loved it so much, that I wanted to have the real author of the book on to talk 
from his own words what each chapter means or some of the chapters. And matter of fact, I like the book so much, I bought a copy for everyone in my company's organization. So I bought 20 copies and handed them out. And Thomas is uh, nodding his head near. Thomas, have you started to look at the... I mean, you guys like the book. I've started about going it. through it. It's great. Okay. It's, uh, there, there's so little information out there that's uh, practical that anything that you can get your hands on is, well, is very is, valuable. This is like a owner's manual for the financial world, I think. And mm-hmm. so I've written some books too. I like this book along with my seven baby steps. I think these books are both really good. But without further ado, let's welcome Andrew in. Andrew, welcome in. Hey, thanks very much, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad you guys uh, at least aren't turned off by a middle schooler's sense of humor, because that's basically all I've got, and that's about all I put into Millionaire Teacher. <laughs> well, if people listen to the show, they appreciate a millionaire, a, a middle school sense of humor, because that's about what we do all the time. You even have the drum to go along with it. All right, so explain first why you're, why you're logging into the show from Panama today. What's going on in Panama? Hey, it's warm, for starters. <laughs> yeah. um, so my wife and I have been globally nomadic for about eight years. And so I, I grew up in Canada and I was a public school teacher there. And I took a year off in 2002 and just to travel. I decided I'm going to travel the world. I was super naive thinking I could see the world in a year. And, uh, and the principal of the school that I was at in Canada ended up getting a job at a, a private international school based on a U.S. curriculum, mostly American uh, students servicing mostly American families in Singapore. And uh, he said, you should apply for this job. So I took that job. It was fantastic. I taught high school English. And then eventually I taught uh, high school personal finance. And we thought we'd take a year off in 2014. We figured, let's take a year off, take a break, travel a little bit. And one year led to two, which has led to eight so far. And we're, we're enjoying it. We're, we're floating around all over the place. So Panama is where we currently are. But we don't tend to be in any one spot longer than uh, typically a handful of months. So when you do that, do you do you find uh, what? And I'm just using a, a term that I hear, Airbnb. Do you do you find little houses to rent, or how, how do you go about that when you're nomadic in retirement? Yeah, sometimes we do. Sometimes, like right now, we're staying at an Airbnb. Yep. And uh, and other times, like we'll we'll actually rent a place. So renting is far cheaper, of course. So. Uh, no middleman. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Panama's got, I mean, great value for your money. So right now we're on this, uh, we've got this place on the 35th floor with this spectacular ocean view. And, uh, and it's about a thousand, it'd be if we were not doing the Airbnb thing, it'd be about a thousand dollars a month. And it has, you know, like a swimming pool on the top floor and it has a gym and uh, it, it's, it's got this great gazillion dollar view. Like it's the most spectacular view I think I've ever seen from a from a building. It's incredible. You're talking about a thousand dollars a month. I know a guy who rented a place in Malibu, Airbnb. It was a thousand dollars a night. <laughs> it didn't have a pool. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so what a deal. You know, one, one of the things I, I, a lot of people have been trying to say, well, gosh, when I retire, I want my dollar to stretch further. So let me go to different countries. We heard a lot of people running to Mexico years ago, and Mexico still run to Mexico. The, the one complaint I hear is security. It's not the same safety feeling as we get in most neighborhoods here in America in Mexico. I don't know what Panama's like, and, but you have to know it's not going to be the same, but, but, and the food's going to be different too, but I guess, I guess you guys like that. You know what's interesting is it's, uh, when you're looking at safety, it's generally regional. Um, so yeah. you, you know the United States is based on homicide rates per 100,000 is actually pretty low. And, right. and ironically, despite what we hear from the media, it's <laughs> safer to live in the United States now than it was in the 1990s wow. and the 1970s. But we don't, we don't get that sense. Doesn't we, seem you know, like that, does it? The media. You know, with the media, no, it doesn't. 
Well, the number one rule of media, and I know a lot of people in media, is if it bleeds, it leads. It leads. <laughs> so they get you to <laughs> listen and watch, right. and they keep you there, and they keep it keep it filled with negative news and, and get you all yeah. depressed in a half hour, and they've sold you a whole bunch of stuff, like soap. Yeah, I mean, if you walk up and down Beer. the streets, you, you walk up and down the American streets, and you ask people, like, uh, tell me about, like, homicide rate, gun, gun, gun violence, compared to how it was in the 90s and, say, the 1970s, they'll tell you it's way worse. Yeah. But if you yeah. look at FBI crime statistics on homicides per 100,000, it's, it's safer. It's basically safer than it's ever been. And so obviously there's still issues. We still need to sort things out. But likewise, you know, when you get a place like Mexico, homicide rate's pretty high. But again, it's really regional. So you've got the, the port cities that are dangerous, the, the cities up by the U.S. border that are dangerous. Right. Anything where you've got, you know, drug movements back and forth. Right, right. But there are pockets that are relatively safe. Having said that, Panama is another level. So Panama is far safer than Mexico. And with Panama, you can drink water out of the tap. It costs <laughs> a little bit more to live in Panama or to be in Panama than it does to be in Mexico. But, yeah. you know, we're, you know, the more I travel, guys, the more I realize I don't know. And the more I realize, yeah. like, I have to keep, I have to keep learning. I, I'd never been here before. And, um, and I'm liking it. We're having a really good winter uh winter here in Panama. Well, what I say in the financial world, it's not the information that's out there. It's where you're getting the information. So if, if you're getting it from a biased source, guess what? It's going to be biased. <laughs> so that's why we talk about in, in the financial world, how important it is to deal with a fiduciary planning firm that has access to risk and safety. So you can put that proper plan together. Now let's look at your rule. Number one in your book is spend like you want to grow rich. Now, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, many people think that wealthy people spend gobs of money and that's you know that's what you'll see on on television and you might read that in a, in a flashy magazine and such but the, the truth is that wealthy people spend far less than we often think they do especially when we're looking at depreciating assets like you know like vehicles uh it's it's really interesting looking at uh i mean thomas stanley wrote about this in the millionaire next door when he first published that book in 1996. And he continued his research. And then in 2019, a few years after his death, he was unfortunately killed in a, uh, an automobile accident. He, uh, his daughter, who he had been working on a new book with, ended up continuing the research and, and publishing a book called The Next Million Next Door. Yeah. And what that book showed was that the median price paid for uh, a median price that the typical American millionaire paid for their latest car was $35,000. Now, now, what's so interesting is this. You know, so my wife and I have a condominium and there are 40 units in this place. And and of my neighbors, you know, 39 neighbors there, it's in, it's in uh, Victoria, British Columbia. And if I go down into the parking area and I look around at the vehicles, uh, <laughs> I would say that probably the majority of those vehicles are worth more than $35,000, but I'd be surprised if any of the people driving them are actually millionaires. Yeah. So that means they're spending all their money on depreciation, depreciating assets, which is not the, the proper recipe, is it? You know, it's not, you know, it becomes the norm because when you see other people doing it, like your neighbors are doing oh, it, yeah. this just becomes what people do. Faith and so you start thinking, because <laughs> ah, everyone else is doing it, it's got to be at least normal, if not healthy, it's normal. You don't even think of it as unhealthy. But, you know, we do, we have this, uh, I think an unhealthy, most of us culturally have an unhealthy relationship with, uh, I think our desire to acquire stuff, uh, depreciating assets. And often we borrow money to get them. 
Well, I don't know if they have this bias yet. There's like uh, familiarity bias. It's all the biases. But what about a wealth bias? So you're biased because you want to look wealthy. That's what people buy. You know, when you and I don't know if your parents ever told you this. My dad never told me anything to spank. But mom would say, well, like if I came home and I did something wrong in school. And I said, well, mom, everyone else was doing it. And she would say, if everyone else was jumping off a cliff, would you do it too? And I would say no. And so that's what happens here. You see everyone else blowing money and you decide, well, if they're doing it, I can do it too. But the smart people, the rich people, they're hiding in plain sight. And in your book, I learned a term. I, I, I'm honest. I didn't know this term. The DECA millionaire. And Thomas knew right. that. When I, when, I asked, when I asked the guys when we were doing the show and that no one had seen the book yet, I said, what's a DECA millionaire? And Thomas, Thomas knew it. But, <laughs> and then, and then, well done, Thomas. Yeah. Well, Thomas, uh, Andrew, a lot more fun than we, we even expected. So we're going to have him on for another segment. But I want folks to know, I want you guys to know out there, I've, I've got five of his books. I've ordered five extra. I, I bought 25 books, gave 20 out to the staff, and I've got five extra. <laughs> Actually, 26. So I have one I bought before for myself. Okay. And then yeah. I liked it. And Thomas, I want to do this for, for every Everyone who calls today, we're going to draw names out of the hat and the five people who we draw out who, who, uh, who actually call and want to come in for that no-cost review and get their total retirement plan designed for them. We're going to give them, uh, we're going to draw the name to see if they qualify for one of the books, The Millionaire Teacher. I've got five of them here to give away. But everyone who calls and comes in is going to get a copy of my book, The Seven Baby Steps, and then a golden ticket, which you can exchange for your total retirement plan, but you can also exchange for two more books that I've written. There you go. And our box set, the 401k survival box set. So call right now and we'll get you on that uh, on the list and get you uh, happy for retirement. There you go. Let's do this. That number is 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. Or you can just text the keyword plan to 600-700, plan to 600-700. And we'll be back with more right after this. Welcome to the jungle. Are you ready for the financial safari that is retirement? Coach Pete DeRuta and his team at Capital Financial can guide you over the mountains and through the woods of retirement. Check out FinancialSafari.com for the latest shows and A-list guest interviews. If you have a question for Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, go to FinancialSafari.com. Click on the Ask a Question button and your question along with your voice may be used in an upcoming episode of Financial Safari. Financial Safari is available on iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out FinancialSafari.com. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Coach Pete DeRuta, best-selling author here. We're in the middle of an interview with the author of Millionaire Teacher, The Nine Rules of Wealth You Should Have Learned in School. That is Andrew Hollum. Welcome back in, guys. I'm excited to continue this uh, this interview here. Yeah, that's Thomas Lipscomb over there. He said yes, he Coach Pete, but I'm Coach Pete over here. <laughs> Thomas is over there on the other side of the glass. Hey, Andrew, this book is fascinating. And, you know, I've got Thomas will tell you. Thomas, how many bookshelves do I have upstairs? A few. A few. <laughs> a few tens of tens? It's yeah, a not hundred, but it's a, a few tens. It's a bit like a library. <laughs> I've got so many books in the financial world, and this has been one of the most fascinating ones. And, and I, you know, how do I do it? Well, I go to Amazon, and I just buy books all the time. And I see it every now and then I find an author who really knows what he's talking about and, and presents it in a way where you can know what he's talking about. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew is uh, on with us. Again, he is the author of Millionaire Teacher, The Nine rules of wealth you should have learned in school. Andrew, they never taught us anything about wealth in school, did they? 
No, I mean, that's the crazy thing because, you know, so many people think, well, you've got to learn that from your parents. But if they didn't learn it from school, <laughs> they didn't learn it from somewhere. It's like everybody's just kind of dancing around in the snow naked and uh, pretending <laughs> that uh, that they know what they're doing. Well, you know, I, I most of the people I talk to in the fi- that, that are talking about the financial world uh, say they really have no clue. I talked to one guy years ago. He said he basically takes his wallet and he throws it into the distance and he goes to try to find it. That's how he, when he spends money on marketing, he tries to see if he, he doesn't know if it's going to be good or not. So that's the equivalent of taking your wallet, throwing it way into the distance and seeing if you can go find it, throw it again. <laughs> but we, we, uh, we have a spend first philosophy in this country, especially, and it can be attributed to our love affair with the TV set because any show you watch on TV or even listen on the radio has to be sponsored by someone. And there was a term back in the day, and I didn't know what it meant until I got older. Mom used to watch something called soap operas. <laughs> you, know why they know, you know why they call them soap operas? <laughs> they were designed by the laundry industry to try to find a way to present their product to a very captive audience, usually of women at home, housewives. And the best way to do that was design a drama that went on for years and really never happened. Like you can join a soap opera that you haven't seen in three or four years. You can watch it again and it's probably only moved one or two weeks in that, in that <laughs> soap opera world. So, but they had to find a way to, to, to get a captive audience to sell stuff to and the TV set was the best way to do it. So any show you see has these things called commercials or if you pay extra for, this, for the stations that don't have commercials, you still have product placement in there. So if you're watching a movie and someone's drinking a Coke, that magic can of Coke didn't end up uh, on there by accident, by the way. Coke paid the, the sponsor or the people of the movie, so sponsor fee to make sure they have it on there. So mm-hmm. what we have to do, Andrew, is realize, number one, is realize we're always being marketed to, especially on TV, don't we? Oh, absolutely. And on the internet. Yeah, internet. Oh, yeah, internet. Well, that's the new TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, whole level of a whole level of pointed marketing. Yeah, because they know a lot more about you on the internet, so they can target the ads right to you that can entice you even more because they have psychologists on staff and all this kind of stuff. So the magic of the money world, mom always told me this when I was little. She said, you've got, when I had my paper route, so I'd come home and I'd, I was a rich dude. I had like $30 from a week of paper routing. <laughs> That's profit. And she said, little Pete, the magic now is you've got this money in your pocket. Everybody else wants to take the money out of your pocket. And so that's what, that's what happens. And we get enticed by the ads or the, oh, the lifestyles that are rich and famous, those kind of things. They have a show on MTV called uh, MTV Crips, I think it's called, or where they feature different houses of uh, the celebrities you see and how much money they spent. And it looks like they, they glorify spending money. And Andrew, you, you would probably argue that's not the best strategy, is it? No, I know. And it's, it's so interesting how many of those people actually don't have money. So, you know, we, we hear stories all the time about actors making Johnny Depp was a prime example. He's probably one of the latest high profile examples where, you know, how much money did that guy make during the, the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean? Tons, man. You know, you know, it was, it's a funny thing. Cause the reason, the reason I, I mean, I don't go around sort of looking for these stories, but, um, Somebody sent me an, an article written by the India Times, of all things, like some newspaper in India, and, it, and it's online. And they said, hey, you're mentioned in this India Times article with Johnny Depp. Like, why would I be mentioned with Johnny Depp? <laughs> and what the journalist was saying was saying, um, okay, here's an example of a guy who didn't earn a lot of money. You know, he's a school teacher, but he didn't do dumb things with his money. He didn't spend extravagantly. He invested it intelligently, and over time, you know, he allowed compound interest to do its work, and and he ended up, you know, a, a millionaire. And then we have on the other end, we have 
this guy, Johnny Depp, who's made an absolute fortune. And the juxtaposition was really, really interesting. And my, my wife's always had this massive crush on Johnny Depp. And so I took this article to her and I said, her name is Pelly. I said, hey, Pelly, India Times says I'm way cooler than Johnny Depp. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's funny when you see some of these Hollywood celebrities without their makeup on, you don't even realize who they are. No, you don't. And, and for any of our listeners who may not know, Depp ended up losing $650 million due to the mismanagement that we're discussing here. Uh, and if I'm saying this right, another $100 million he still owes in back taxes to the IRS. See, that's a problem. You make a lot of money, you spend a lot of money, and you forget that your best friend wants some of that money, too. Your best friend is Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. And Uncle Cooper, if you're in North Carolina. So that's a governor. That's a state taxes. So we need to know that when we make money, we need to put at least 30% or more aside for taxes because that's not our money. Mm -hmm. And that's, <laughs> it goes out a lot quicker than it comes in, doesn't it, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, it does. And you know what, it, what gets me thinking, guys, too, about this is the, you know, I think about those who say, geez, you know, I wish I was, I grew up in a family where we, we had more money and maybe parents could help me out a little bit more with things like down payment on a house or with a car. And, but the reality is there's this there's this sweet spot where adversity is actually a really good thing like some degree of financial adversity not enough to crush you but you know we, we need to be able to build our own personal financial muscles and a guy yeah. like Johnny Depp or a sports athlete like the money gets thrown at them so easily they do what they love yep. and then they get paid millions of dollars for it so it's just like kind of money falling out of the clouds they don't have a real sense of how to manage it. They are basically financially illiterate. Like, let's just say it how it is. Yep. It's, you know, it sounds kind of hardcore, but to say that somebody like Johnny Depp is financially illiterate, might be mm -hmm. an awesome guy, but that's the reality. And so, you know, you, you build financial literacy and I think you can build a lot of pride just by it's, you know, as the Spanish say, poco a poco, right? Just bit by bit, uh, doing small things well over time. It's kind of like a baseball game where you just continue to hit singles. It's really hard to beat a team that just continues to hit singles in every baseball game. Yeah. It's Thomas, you notice how that Andrew tried to drop in the uh, little bragging there. He knows Spanish now because he's traveling all around. Too. <laughs> I know, that's what I know. <laughs> Folks, we are talking to uh, the author of The Millionaire Teacher, The Nine Rules of Wealth You Should Have Learned in School. His name is Andrew Holland. Andrew, there's, and this book is packed. It really is packed. Each chapter has a lot of subchapters that we could do a whole show on each subchapter. But I want to skip over to Rule Nine. You're not Chapter Nine, basically Rule Nine. Avoid seduction. Now, what are you talking about there? Oh, it's the stuff that get rich quick promises, and you know every generation ends up uh, ends up succumbing to this in one way, shape, or form. And once that momentum starts to roll. It, it starts to look like more and more, there are more and more ways to make really fast, easy money. And, yeah. and I think that's probably what you guys are alluding to. And we've got that probably now uh, more than we've ever had since perhaps the, the late 1990s when anything that was you know, listed as a, a dot-com, any kind of company that was related to the internet was rising, the stock was rising like crazy, despite the fact that in most cases, these businesses earned very little if any money and you know we're in another era like that aren't we i mean yeah. you've got the same kind of thing a lot of these meme stocks and you've got you know crypto. <laughs> you know last i checked do you guys do you guys know how many cryptocurrencies there are there's a ton make a guess make a guess <laughs> oh god there's, there's there's thousands of new ones every day i mean what's let's, let's yeah. say let's say a million i don't know that's probably too much but I mean, like, you're right there there are there are thousands of them i believe now there are 
there are more cryptocurrencies than there are stocks on the New York Stock Exchange. Wow. Well, well, okay. I've got you, a Carl we, Sagan moment. There are millions and millions of cryptos. <laughs> well, we just yeah, had well, a I, think, I think it's something like 6,000 or something wow, silly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous. And of course, like you say, every day somebody is creating a new oh, one. All over the place. And yeah, yeah. Is there, there such, are, uh, well, here's, here's the thing. Is there such a thing as get rich quick? I mean, it happens. Somebody wins a lottery and well, sure. Th- yeah, uh, but that's get lucky and, quick. <laughs> it, well, yeah. And, and I think all of this is, is, is a lot of get lucky quick. Yeah. And so the, the problem with the whole get lucky quick story is that, you know, for, <laughs> for every, uh, for every one that you hear, there were a thousand that ended up catastrophically failing. And rather than trying to get tempted to build wealth really, really quickly is to try to put peer reviewed economic science in your favor, you know, build a low cost, diversified investment portfolio, continue to add money every month, allow compound interest and dollar cost averaging to do their thing. That's what most normal people kind of have to do. I mean, we have salaries that most people don't have gargantuan salaries, so we save a portion of that. But if we just able, if we're able to ignore stock market forecasts, ignore the economy, just build a fully diversified investment portfolio that's low cost, keep adding money to it. If we do that, we are going to outperform the vast majority of professional investors over our lifetime, and that's yeah. a that's an irrefutable premise. All right. Well, it's been a fun interview. We'd love to have you back on in the future. Folks, again, his name was Andrew Holloman, and the book is Millionaire Teacher. You can buy it anywhere books are sold. The subtitle, The Nine Rules of Wealth You Should Have Learned in School. And so, like I mentioned earlier, we've got five copies. So everyone who calls today to, to come in to get your total retirement plan, which is no cost or obligation, and we've seen others charge thousands of dollars for this, we're going to do it at a no cost or obligation. And our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars safe for retirement. But as long as you have $200,000 dedicated to retirement, this offers for you. You'll get uh, you'll get a, a chance to win his book, but you will get three of my books. The one best one being the Seven Baby Steps. Mm-hmm. You also get my box set on the four hundred one k videos, DVDs, guidebooks, everything you really need to know about your four hundred one k. When you call right now, great opportunity here, folks. Call on in 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also connect by texting the keyword plan to six hundred seven hundred plan to six hundred seven hundred. You want your piece of the financial pie? Tune in to Financial Pizza each and every week. Where do you go? Financialpizza.com. You will hear from Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as advisors from across the country. Great takes on the latest hot-button issues when it comes to retirement. Financialpizza.com. Every week, new, fresh, hot information on everything retirement. Financialpizza.com. So good, you want to take a bite. Financialpizza.com. All right, welcome back into the Financial Safari. Great interview there. Wow, that was a that was a really fun interview. Actually, it really made me realize how much I didn't learn in school. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun talking to guys like him. I mean, he's, he's Andrew spent a lot of time researching. I mean, he's seen he's seen he's been in the field, basically the battlefields of the financial world, seeing what really happens. And Parker, 
you you listen to that interview about everything you talked about is what we do as well. Exactly, and that's just what we're here for is education and letting people know what they're offering and putting together personalized strategies because we don't expect anyone to come in and have the same knowledge designations or time in the battlefield as we do. Let me tell you six key factors for designing your own retirement, folks. Number one is retirement date. We need to figure out when you want to retire. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but set a target date sooner rather than later to set it. And if your job has a mandatory retirement date, well, don't ignore that because the job's saying you can't be here anymore. (laughs) Security. (laughs) Pilots, good example of that as you get to a certain age. Start planning for the transition at least a year ahead of your projected retirement date. And how many of you out there know someone who did not do that plan? Preferably sooner. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, always never too early. The number two factor of the uh, factor designing your retirement is age. The younger you are when you start planning your retirement, the more time you'll have to figure out what you want. Try things out and make wise decisions, not rash or what we call snap decisions. Agree? Oh, yeah. yeah. Parker, how many, how many times have you seen someone who uh, who waited a little bit too long? Emotion drives <laughs> 99% of the problems we have to fix. Wow. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Another, another one is finances. Your projected financial situation is critical to designing a successful retirement. And the sooner you start financial planning for retirement, the more time you'll have to maximize your retirement savings and assets. And like I always say... You may have a financial plan, but you sure don't have, in my opinion, you sure don't have a retirement plan until it has a lifetime of guaranteed income for not only you, but for your spouse. And you need to make sure that income plan, if you pass away too soon and your spouse passed away too soon, goes in a lump sum to your children or your grandchildren or wherever you choose. It doesn't dissipate or disappear or go poof right in front of your eyes. Correct, mm-hmm. Parker? Or every dollar going to Uncle Sam. Oh, well, <laughs> that's a quick way to see it go poof. Exactly. <laughs> Family situation. If you're married, your spouse's work and ideas about retirement must be part of your planning process. What we talked about earlier, <laughs> you know, the, the husband wants to sit on the couch all through retirement. The wife wants to travel to Europe. We've got a problem. Talking about the sandwich generation, 70% it says on that same page, have work-related difficulties due to caregiving. Yep. Another 10% either have to retire early or give up a job to take care of that parent. Okay, you're just piling on now, Thomas. I, I'm just, I'm <laughs> Thomas gets on a roll. He <laughs> no, does, very well, quick. It, it's a personal thing in my family know, right you're now. Right, you're right. My grandma is uh, having a hard time. She's in a long-term care facility, and I'm seeing my father, my uncles, and my aunts having to step up and fill that void and looking at how that transition has impacted their own uh, retirement plans. So when you have a family member look at you and say, my body, my decisions, you say, hey, it's my. it, it affects me as well it because does. I'm going to have to take care of you. There you go. All right. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. Now, we haven't done one of these in a while, Parker, <laughs> but what we've done before the show is we had a, we have the Uncle Sam hat. I'm holding it up right now. See it right there? And we had names uh, or ages and my mouth's in there. And Parker drew some numbers out. He hasn't gone over them with me, but he designed a plan based on the numbers he pulled out. Parker, what'd you pull out? So what I pulled out was actually a listener from last week who actually got a option to retire from their employer. Um, uh, let's call it the Drew household. Husband and wife, 62 years old. Husband, 63-year-old spouse. Um, they were looking at retiring in the next two years. And they had in retirement assets between the both of them, um, high management levels, $2.9 million saved for retirement and all taxable 401k dollars. So okay. p- together they had 2.9. Almost three. Yeah, right at, they probably would have had three if it wasn't last week. Good job. <laughs> so next week you might have 3.1. Exactly. Exactly. 
and the big piece about this, nice, by the way, nice, nice savings. Oh yeah. And that was what we were looking at was we had two years, they had an option through work. And the good thing about that option was it gave them a year severance, which extended the planning an extra year. Very nice. A lot of people don't have that golden parachute. You know what we call yeah. that? A runway. And exactly. that's a very nice runway, a whole year long of runway that they didn't even like most people don't have. So that mm-hmm. gives them a whole lot of more planning options, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. And the targeted income they needed for retirement off of that investment account was 120000 a year to go on top of Social Security, pensions, outside assets to maintain that retirement standard of living. And no one wants to retire to a lower standard of living. Exactly. What's the sense of retiring? There you go. Exactly. And the biggest piece we were looking at was what you mentioned earlier in the show, Coach, was having that guaranteed income, having that component. So what we did when we ran this plan, we don't expect the market to continue these double digits. So we said if we didn't Well, have we may, but they might have a negative number in front of them. Exactly. <laughs> negative double digits isn't as good. <laughs> so we were, let's say the market never did a day higher than 4.5%. Not a single day higher over the next 30 years. So let's assume the market basically averages the 4.5%. Exactly. Guess, huh? okay. Exactly. And so as that's, we, I think that's a fair assumption. It is. And so what we were looking at here, $2.9 million in two years' time, was producing $152,000 a year in guaranteed income. And that income never decreased. You know what we call that, Parker? What do we call that? Financial, <laughs> financial <fill-up. laughs> And that's the big piece we wanted to have here was knowing no matter what the market did, up or down negative yields, that that yeah. standard of living wasn't impacted. That's fantastic. And as we did, you see it here, Thomas. I ran it through age 112, like Coach said, <laughs> and that still continued for as long as one he of them was alive. Of, the next sheet would have gone past 120, but he just ran out of sheets again. But, <laughs> but these plans are forever that's plans, crazy. Parker. They would go to 200, years 200, if, oh, if, you, yeah. if you did live that long. So that's the beauty of this. You never run out of money as long as you or your spouse is here. And that's important yeah. because there are a lot of games and gimmick plans out there that give you a lot of income for the first 15 years of retirement, and then you're on your own after that. Mm-hmm. Well, what good is that? When you reach age uh, six? 16 years in retirement, you're going to say, I should have went with the Coach Pete plan. Exactly. And here's the big thing that Thomas was talking about a minute ago was the benefit of this entire plan and strategy we did was it had long-term care protection built into it. It was personalized, tailor-made to the individuals, their retirement, their income. And no matter what the color on the screen was, we knew they would be taken care of. So explain the long-term care. So the long-term care benefit on this account is that in the event either of them, even if they were in their own home, had a long-term care event Now, granted, North Carolina, the account has to be open for two years. After two years, in the event they have a long-term care event, that income would be matched to double it, let's say, to $300,000 for a five-year period. Nice. So it's 60 60 months. That's incredible. For 60 months. And that's a stop and go 60 months. So if one spouse needed it for two, the other could use it for the remaining three. Okay. And it helped them from outliving their money and spending down their money. Wow. Yeah. Well, so that basically, when you look at taking the worry out of retirement, we have check boxes we go through. And I think every single box has been checked. All the boxes. I mean, what, what, what box wasn't checked? And the biggest piece about it was we planned very, very conservatively, but they're not giving up the chance for upside at all on any of these figures. We just didn't want to depend on it to make the numbers work. So, Thomas, mm-hmm. you know what I always say? We like to plan on what the what's almost the worst case scenario here. Sure. It could be a whole lot better, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. And it couldn't be too much worse. There you go. So, <laughs> well, I was going to say, it'll never be I, less than zero return, which is pretty good. Like the market, you can't say that. And it could be a lot higher. I mean, return. we could have another 23% year, but I don't yep. expect it. <laughs> yeah. And I can't plan for it. So again, we 
and even weathermen can't predict the weather, can they? So we, <laughs> we basically go with the facts we have to design a plan that makes the most sense for you and the most advantageous for you without depending on the stock market being up, 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 up and having all our money in the stock market could almost guarantee we would not have a successful retirement if the market went down, down, down. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of these robo-advisor plans got thrown out the window and not as many are in the market anymore. Is because yeah. with what we had during COVID, March of 2020, and the drops we had, we had three drops over 15% in four years, and they didn't plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. So the market has been wobbly. And, you know, the fear is that it could really have a, a Humpty Dumpty episode here. And we don't want Humpty Dumpty episodes. Thomas. Noah had no. a great example last week. He said the market looks like a heart rate monitor right now. And that was the best <laughs> thing <does>. I've heard. <laughs> and most people say that when they're in the, when they feel their heart beating fast. Exactly. So yeah. we, we want to take that worry out of living retirement. Good plan, by the way, Parker. Yeah. I think that's I that take makes full credit for all, all the boxes on that. Yeah, good job. <laughs> so folks, it, it is. It's taking the worry out of retirement. It's having a plan that makes more sense for you than, than the Wall Street method. The Wall Street, and we like risk too, by the way. Oh, yeah. This is a core part of the plan we're talking about. The explore part is after this plan's done, we take whatever money they have left over and put it in the market in, in managed accounts, tax-efficient managed accounts most mm-hmm. of the time, to make sure that we, we have uh, the full power of the market behind us on the money we can afford to lose. We don't want to lose it. And if you did lose all that market money, you'd still have your plan that Parker talked about already done and designed for you. Exactly. Makes a whole lot of sense. Folks, if you want a plan like this, customized for you and your family, just like Parker talked about, with all the examples in writing, the next 15 of you call, we'll do it at no cost or obligation. Our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement. But as long as you have 200,000 dedicated to retirement... We're here to help you. 15 people, Thomas, we've got room for. I also have a three-book set and that box set we talked about earlier. This is a tremendous value. No cost or obligation. Call right now. What a great opportunity. That number to call, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text keyword PLAN to 600-700. This is your chance to sit down with Coach P. Parker Holland, a member of the team here, and get your own total retirement plan in place. Guys, I love the security you were talking about there. So, folks, again, take advantage, 800-661-7383. Or text that keyword plan to 600 700. For Parker Holland, Thomas Lipscomb, it's Coach Pete. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. Coach Pete.